The San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the league. And though it may not be mathematically correct, they still come in. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's good, faithful? Yes. Your boy Breezy is back. Yo, it's crazy, right? Because, like, whenever I travel, like, it's hard for me to do episodes and all that type of good stuff. And I'd be wanting to. I'd be like, yo, why can't I get these episodes going? Yo, I'd be so jet lagged. I'm not trying to pull out equipment while I'm in the airport. I'm trying to get to my airplane. Y'all know how the travel's been in 2022 for your boy Breezy. But I tell you what, it's real good to be back. Before we get this show started, it's Monday. I know we played on Thursday, but it's still Victory Monday. One time for the Niners. You know what I'm saying? One time for the Niners. Now, before we get the show crack a lacking, let's do the sound check. It's been a minute. I haven't been here. Y'all can hear everything. Thumbs up out there. Everything sounds good. Everything looks good. Just let me know if it's too loud, too low. We'll go ahead and adjust it. I believe the sound effects was working. My man GSU for Life is already here with the excuses. You damn right I got excuses. That's who your boy is. You know what time it is. I got to give all... I got to give the members of, of the channel, everybody that's a subscriber, I love you, appreciate you, happy holidays. I got to give the members some love. It's been a minute. Raphael562, man, appreciate your membership. Troy, my boy, hey, love you, my guy. Tanya, I, Tanya, I haven't seen you in, or heard from you in forever. Thought you was mad at me because I didn't get a chance to meet up with you uh, when I was in San Francisco because of the stupid flight. Uh, American Airlines had me all jacked up, but I'm glad you're here. It's good to see you. Good to hear from you. Christy, what's going on? Peachy, it's always a blessing to have you in the building. I know work be, work is crazy. We talk every day, so I already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? My boy Boats is in the building. What's going on, family? Jedi, you the master? We're going to find out today. What's good, man? Chrissy, six, uh, 1687 is in the building, Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie, I do apologize. Listen, I ran. So I had my son. My son was sitting up in the 300-level seats. And so I was sitting in the 100-level seats. I went to the section in the 100-level. And then my son went to the 300-level. They had zero pins. And I was in the stadium like an hour before. Like, how y'all run out of pins so fast? They need to order more pins. So we're going to figure out how to get those game day pins. And if anybody got game day pins, you got an extra one, please uh, send me the bill. I'll pay for it. And I want to get it out to Miss Debbie. So that's kind of like what I want to what I want to do. All right. Um, Miss Debbie, it's good to see you. I hope you're feeling better, too, as well. Um, everybody out there, Peachy, I know you're not feeling too well. Hope you're feeling better as well. Look, shout out to everybody. It's been a real 
restful week. It's been restful, man. Don't mind me if I talk for 30 seconds. Uh, it's been restful. Sean, what you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? This is my brother, Sean, man. What's up, Kanan? Uh, Sean, you, you're the greatest person I've ever met. Uh, and I haven't met you yet, but I felt like I've met you numerous amounts of times. Appreciate your conversations, your prayers, your thoughts. Uh, look, GSU for Life is back with the excuses. You know what? Bump it. Like today, we're going to talk about the 49ers, man. We're going to talk about how great of a team that they've become, how great of a team that they're, they are, and how great of a team they're going to be going forward. Uh, it's a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, not much going on in the news. You know, the 49ers have been on a break. Uh, they probably won't start practicing uh, all, you know, this week. They'll get, they'll get going. Uh, today, they usually have off, so we'll see how that works. They had like a four-day uh, off. My man DeMarcus says, Victory Monday. Your dad going right. Eddie G, what's going on, baby? It is Victory Monday. Speaking of Victory Monday, hey, look, here's the cool part, right? So the 49ers won 21 to 13, right? Now they should have won 24 to 13, but my boy Robbie Gold missed the field goal. You know what I'm saying? Anybody concerned about Robbie Gold missing that kick? I felt like it hasn't been talked about, and I'm I feel like it needs a slight piece of a bit of a type of discussion. Let's talk about it real quick. Robbie Gold misses a field goal. It's a gimme gimme, right? It wasn't, it wasn't long. It wasn't a long field goal. It was a gimme gimme, right? Robbie Gold misses the field goal. Anybody concerned? Now, here's my thing, okay? I felt like Robbie Gold hasn't kicked the field goal in like four games. Maybe three games. Maybe three games. You know what I'm saying? Maybe three games he hasn't kicked the field goal. It's been all extra points. I, and if you ask me how I know, I got Robbie Gold as my fantasy kicker. And, man, I've been losing because he's only been getting me, like, three points, five points, four points. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't been eh, he ain't been the kicker that you want if you're trying to win a championship. But, you know, I ain't trying to win nothing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DeMarcus says, zero concerns. All right. Raphael says, Robbie will give you a few of those in the season. It's normal. Usually, wait a minute. Has Robbie Gold was that his first, was that his first field goal he missed this year? Felt like that was the first one. I, I know he missed the extra point, but I felt like that was the first field goal that he missed. Hmm. Uh, this guy, Robbins is clutch when it counts. He tends to miss a few in the regular season here or there. I'm with you. Chrissy, this is my thoughts. So I felt felt like he was rusty. Felt like he didn't kick a field goal in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> my guy, Steve, what's good? Steve says touchdowns are greater than field goals. That's what it is. Touchdowns are greater than field goals. You know what I mean? Oh, snap. All right. So everybody, we got to take a quick pause. Lake City's in the building, guys. Uh, if you don't know who Lake City Fresh is, this is my producer extraordinaire, songwriting. You know, he created the hit Breezy This, Breezy That. And if you don't, like, he has tons of music. I want y'all to support him on his musical journey. He's a, 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 a prolific songwriter. I would say he's Grammy Award winning. He just, you know, he just don't know it yet, but he is to me. All right, so here we go. We got something in the works. It's called Gold Walk. And <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. All right, we're going to keep it going. Um, nah, look, I'm not concerned about Robbie Gold missing the field goal. I was a little tight because if he had kicked that field goal, my score prediction, mine, mine. And, and, and you know what, Maui, if you're watching yours too, we would have won. I would have gave you the gift 
Uh, I think Maui might have even been the closest. He picked 24-13, so he might have been the closest. So we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to do something, you know what I'm saying? Um from Maui on, on, on Facebook, Miss Debbie. I believe he was the closest. Miss Deb, if you can, I know you're at work. If you can uh find out who was the the Facebook score prediction winner, I believe it was Maui Deuces. I, I really do. Uh and let and let me know and we'll we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to put actually my score prediction in there. But if you were watching the shows last week, I told y'all, you know what I'm saying, that it was gonna be 24 to 13. I knew we weren't gonna give up more than 13 points. Here's the kicker: 49ers are so great. I don't think they give up more than 13 points for the remainder of the season. Yo, they maybe don't be mad, but maybe the Oakland Raiders game only because Devontae Adams usually tends to give the Niners fits. Tyreek Hill gave the Niners fits. So those guys usually give the Niners fits. How many points did Miami have? We'll leave it at that. It's just, it's just an Adams thing. Ain't got nothing to do with how great I think the Oakland Raiders. They might score like 17 or 14. Right, but they won't score more than that. 49ers defense is crazy solid, y'all. Damn, they're giving up 15 points a game, my peoples. They're they're number one points per game, 15 points. They're number one in rushing yards per game, like 75 something yards. Team, the defense is wait, wait, where'd you? I just saw a comment. Hold up, don't mind me. I just saw a comment. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? God dang it, y'all be talking fast. Rod, historic defense. You remember that conversation about a about a month and a half ago? Your boy Breezy was like, I think this defense is better than that 85 Bears D. And y'all was like, man, shut up. I think this defense is better than that 2000 Ravens D. Y'all was like, shut up. I think this defense is better than that 2011-2012-49ers. Y'all like, shut up. I'm going to be quiet, but at the end of this season, I'm talking all this. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm yo, it's, I'm, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. This defense is ridiculous. And they think they're consistent. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, like, how did they become consistent? Hey, I ain't ask you. I play with this. Look, I used to play. Uh, look, I know about Mike Singletary and those guys in, in the fridge. I might have been four, but I tell you what, that defense has resonated for years, GSU for life. Hey, you know what, GSU? I miss you, fam. I miss you talking trash. That's what I do. I, that's, that's what it is. I missed you. Um, but no, seriously, man, look, this defense is built different. Uh, different, different is the term that I like to use. Uh, you know what? I'm bugging out. We got two contributions, and I, I do not mean to make uh, those that contribute wait. So we're going to go ahead. It's Victory Monday. Jacqueline Knox with a double your pleasure, double your fun. Uh, that's the that's the second one. First one is good morning, Breezy and Niner family. Who's you forgot? Got it better than us. And it's nobody. And then the word period. Look, statistically, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Nobody's got it better than us. The fans are happy. Oh, my gosh. The fans. Yo, first of all, Fort the Faith, Faithful. Cliff, what up, bro? Oh, speaking of that, I got T-shirts for sale. Cliff, what's good? Cliff is uh, uh, my T-shirt uh, producer. He produces all the T's. I got the, um, 
Christian McCaffrey uh, T-shirts uh, right here, ready for sale. So if you want one, inbox me. I'll go ahead and get those out to you or whatnot. But listen, um, Jackie, you're right. Nobody's got it better than us. And I I, I said that because, man, the, I thought I didn't know that the faithful would travel to Seattle as well as they did. Yo, it was packed. I don't think any Seattle fans were even talking trash. One guy said something. We were like, I was doing my, my Niner walk or whatever, and the dude comes out and be like, y'all not going to be saying that after the game. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, save your voice, sir, because uh, you're going to need it to the end of the game. Coach Cruz, tell me where – Coach Cruz, tell me we weren't in the building, yo. Tell me we weren't in the building. We were in the building. Like, like on every level from the from – the, from the 50-yard line seats up into the 300-plus levels in the side. We were just in the building. It was so dope. No rain. It was cold. But the fan the fan base – and I, you know what? I thought Seattle fans were trash. Nah. Nah. I, I've been to maybe 12 or 13 of the away games. 12 or 13 different stadiums, no, nothing trumps the fans in Philly. Nothing. Nothing trumps. And, and here's the thing. They're rivals. Fans weren't bad. What's going on, Melissa? Fans weren't bad. The Cowboy fans, uh-uh, don't throw back, uh-uh. The Cowboy fans weren't even as bad as the Philly fans. Cowboy fans had were, were had they were respectful. Philly fans were straight up disrespectful. I don't know what it is about the city of Philadelphia, uh, but it, it, it's crazy, crazy out there. So you know, so I, and I, I'm saying that to say that the 49ers, you know, if it comes down to those two teams, they're going to be traveling to Philly, which is dope because I'll be right there, squared away on January 20 something, right there in Philadelphia with the starter jacket, the snot coming out the nostrils, hot chocolate in one hand, me talking trash in the other. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And then Miss Jacqueline Knox doubled up, says, because you're dope, you're dope. I'm not dope. I'm just breezy. You're dope. Appreciate the contributions, Jackie. Fall Sean's in the building, too. All right, here we go. So I mentioned, and I know people don't like to talk about it, but we're going to focus on the 2022 defense, which is better than the 2019 defense, which was better than the 2012 defense. And here we go, because this is what Sean is talking about. Our linebackers are better than the Bowman crew. Is uh, Ufunga the Jim G of the D? <laughs> Last few games, I love Sean. Last few games gives up a bomb. Arsonist and firefighter, best D we've had. It's a great question, Sean. Uh, look. Hufunga's a second-year player, bro. Like, and, and I'm not cutting him any slack whatsoever. Cut, I'm not cutting him any slack, bro. Uh, Peachy, you was with me. Sean, I'm coming back to your comment. Peachy, you were with me. Remember that old lady that cursed me out when we was trying to get to our seats? Chip was like 76. Why are you, you cursing me out? I'm looking for my seat. Like, and I, what do you say back? What do you say back to the lady? Uh, shut the beep up. I mean, what do you say? You can't say anything. You just got to be like, um, all right, cool. Ever since then, I've been stuck. And then what made the Philly fans even worse was when, uh, Peachy, who was it that got injured? Was it Kevin Givens? Was it, it was somebody. And they, they freaking like, 
They cheered. And I had to, I turned, I, the people in front of me, I flipped. And then the people behind me was like, listen, we're not all like that. They're douchebags, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's what's up. Cause I was about to go to jail. Was it Trey Sermon? Could have been whoever it was. Somebody got injured and they clap, like they were clapping and cheering. And I'm like, yo, that's deep. Back to Sean though. All right, guys, here we go. <clears throat> Sean put up a, 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 a super chat and he says that the Bowman crew, Bowman and Willis, Ma Brooks, them guys, 3-4 defense, is worse than this. Not worse, but just not better than the linebacking crew we got. And I, I didn't do a poll. You know what? Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. Which linebacking crew is better? 2000, was it 2011 or 2022? How about we do that? Don't mind me looking over here. I got to type on the computer. Which LB crew was better? For the 49ers. I'm going to let y'all vote. 2011, 2022. Get y'all vote on. You know what I'm saying? Get it get it in there. Man, listen. This, this got to be a tough question that, that he's asking. Jedi, Aziz, and Alden, though. Like, yeah. But, like, see, they, they're built different, though. Alden, man. Did Zay just bring up Chris Borland? Chris Borland was the tackling machine. I, I think that Patrick Willis was the best linebacker the 49ers have ever had. Like, in my opinion, like, the best. He could cover and he could hit. And remember, he was built different. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, but I, I would say that... I would say that Fred Warner is a better coverage linebacker than Patrick Willis. But Patrick Willis used to diagnose the run and also play coverage. But no one tackled more. I feel like Chris Borland and Dre Greenlaw like have the tackle have similarity similar tackling abilities. You get what I'm saying? I, I think they have similar tackling abilities, right? Because Borland was the tackling machine. And then Greenlaw is a tackling machine with better coverage skills. This is a great question. Melissa, can you find out that somebody list the, the linebacking crew? Give me four linebackers from that 2011. I know we talked about them. I didn't say that. I'm not, not, not no, ain't you. I'm telling you, Kali, it ain't me. I listen, look, Fred, Patrick Willis was the best linebacker in football at the time. You could say it was Ray Lewis. You could say it was Luke Kinkley, whatever. Bowman was good, too. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, Bowman was the guy. Like, Bowman was the guy. The 49ers got some really solid linebackers, though, right now. I feel like these linebackers are playing at a higher level because... or Is it higher level or is it a different level, guys? Because... The game is faster. The players are quicker. The players are slimmer. Like, like it's different, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just different. Oh, man. It's different. And then, like Peachy says, the rules are different. Um, 
the rules are different. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Where are you at? Uh Tanya, Fred Warner is having an amazing year. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Which hints to let you all right. So you guys are probably saying, like, what the hell is Breezy talking about coming for the number one spot, right? So it's not even about being number one in the rankings because there's no way mathematically like the 49ers can become number one unless Philly loses the next three games, the 49ers win the next three games, right? So if 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 you want to look at it, what's Philly's schedule? Eagles schedule. Who do they have left? All right, so they got they got some tough games, right? They got the Cowboys, they got the Saints, and they got the Giants. Two, in my opinion, two losable games. Two losable games. Cowboys, Giants. I don't care. Division games, I don't know. They losable, right? Two losable games. Right now, I'm looking at the poll question, and right now, there's only 55 votes. Make sure you guys vote. Because at the end of the show, we're going to read these stats. But right now, the 2022, 11 years later, this defense has 65% of your votes. I don't know if that's because everybody in here is young, but that 2011 defense is struggling. It's struggling. It's struggling. Okay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the pads. Yo, bigger pads. Like more weight, it's just this is just different. It's just different. But I do like to. If I don't, if you're not, if you're not, if we're not going to compare, um, if we're not going to compare, like the whole linebacking core as a whole, like I would love to talk about Greenlaw, Warner versus Bowman and Patrick, and I think that's dope. Like, that's something to look out for. Maybe we'll take that to, like, Instagram and do, like, an Instagram thing, and I'll get, get some people on Instagram to talk about it. But that, to me, that's something real, real fire, right? Well, none. so here's the thing, Shadow. Like, right, 2011 did not get the ring is the only thing. Well, guess what? We didn't get the ring either yet, yet, yet. We didn't get it yet. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. All right. So, Tara Dome's in the building. Um, and Terradome says, Breezy, Borland tackled for volume. Warner is schematic leader. Greenlaw tackles with bad intentions and covers best and great moments. Uh, Bowman, I believe you were continuing this. Uh, I don't know what you said about Bowman. I'm looking for it. Um, best athlete. Willis is the best tradition. Oh, Bowman was the best athlete. And then Willis was the best traditional linebacker. Got it. Got it. Put it all together. Got it. Got you 100%. Get the. Price is right. And I got you. Um, I got you. You know what? 49er Jeff, people are forgetting about that 2011 squad. I tell you what, on Wednesday when we wind back, I'm gonna let everybody let's let's do a let's do a a, a reminisce to that 2011 defense because the defense wasn't just the linebacking core. We're talking safeties. I didn't like our corners. I didn't think I didn't think our cornerbacks were that great, but they were good enough because we had some safeties. Okay. Um, but yeah. I feel like this defense overall, though, is the better defense. I know a lot of people are picking the linebacking crew because that's what we kind of like broke it down to. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, Big Des. See, I love when the football people come on the show because and 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 you know, boom. And the best linebacker out of all of them, he was just he was just a linebacker. He was just that's just what he was. Ooh, I asked for stuff and you guys give it to me. All right, here we go. They are fifteen. 
2011, 49ers. Ooh. Uh, inside linebacker. Remember, we were a 3-4 then. This was Vic Fangio's defense, all right? So we were a 3-4. Uh, 53, Navarro Bowman, inside linebacker. 55, uh, uh, inside linebacker. Ma Brooks, outside linebacker, all right? Uh, Blake Constant. I remember him. 30 play more special teams. Uh, Tavares Gooden, Larry Grant, uh, Perils Harrelson, Alden Smith, Patrick Willis. Whew. Jeez. But I tell you what. I tell you what, uh, Melissa gave us a list of this year's linebackers. Well, we got like five, five, five or six, maybe. And man, they're tight. They're solid. They're solid. I would say that that 2011 defense would put you in a body bag. I feel like the 2022 defense taking it to the house. And still leaving you in the dust. Another one bites the dust. We're doing another one. And then another one. Another one bites the dust. Hey, another one bites. The... I can't get that out of my head now all of a sudden. Um, oh, you got not just the offsides. It wasn't just the offsides that he killed. But he was trying to remember Amar Brooks KD23 was a tad bit slower than everybody else, right? <laughs> so he was trying to get the advantage of lining up, but but it was, they used to call these crazy penalties on him, which I thought he was just going to blow up, like like literally just blow up. Like, oh, my gosh, I did. Oh, Big Dez, I got to get to your comment. T-Jack, what's good, family? 2011 defense and the 2022 defense were splitting here is because both of them were good. Look, so you're pushing. I'm not mad at it. That's 100%. Like, that's your prerogative. There's got to be one that's slightly... It could just be preference. But I feel like, statistically, if we really sat here and broke that down, we would find one edging out over the other one. But they're good. And and it's hard to really fully compare the 2022 defense because it's not... It's not hasn't, it isn't finished yet. 2011 defense got to the dance. Like, can this 2022 defense get to it? And if they don't, will we still consider them better, like, a, that, that, a top defense? Like, will we still consider them better than that 2011 team? They got to at least minimum get to the big dance or Super Bowl, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what they got to get to. So, so it makes it a little, it makes it a little awkward, um, you know. But I do like to compare some some of these guys because I feel like we haven't seen the 49ers have been like if you look at the 49ers like they usually their championship teams have solid linebackers where my 49er historians out there the championship teams have silent uh solid linebackers let's go through the, the linebackers from the Super Bowl championship caliber teams. I'm sure you guys will put them in the chat. We don't have to do this today we could do it for Wednesday but if you look at they're based off of the linebackers Right? It's what I look at. Like, you know, truth hurts. I don't know if, if, if we talk about the same thing. But, yeah, like, that's what they're based off, uh, off the linebackers. All right. I know you guys don't like when I do the Madden challenges, right? I will say this, though. 49ers won by eight points in that Madden challenge. <laughs> How many points did the 49ers win by in real life? I'm just asking. Don't shoot them. I'm just asking a question. Uh, that's it. It's a simple question, right? Simple question. Uh, 21 minus 13, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 
13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the Madden, it it be madness going on in the Madden. You know what I mean? I did it by numbers just in case some people struggle with counting down. I just wanted to show you eight points. Um, and I wanted to bring that up there. Let's talk a little bit about this game. We talked a little bit about um the 49ers, and I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to you about the game. So what I want to do is uh, I want to, I want to, I'm going to invite some of you guys on the show. I want you to give your take on the game. Uh, before I do that, uh, I really, I really think that this team is something special. And when I say that they're coming for the number one spot, it ain't just like them trying to end in first place. Nah, they coming for that thing. You know what I'm saying? That thing that they can hoist up into, in, into the air you know what I'm saying? That 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 Lombardi trophy, that's the number one spot. It's the only thing that matters to the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think the 49ers give two flying cares about where they place. I, if you go back to uh, some of the episodes that we did, and I know it's hard because the channel got hacked and a lot of those older episodes at the beginning of the season are gone. But if you go back to those episodes, I was, I, look, just like, I thought the 49ers were going to start off hot and then they didn't. And then it was just like, all right, I tell you what. All the 49ers care about is getting into the tournament. Like, get in the tournament. They can write their own history. And that's what they've been doing, right? They've been doing exactly that, right? Can they finish number one? Mathematically, yes. But it's going to take a lot of work. They got to win out and hope the Eagles lose two out of the three. I don't know if that's going to happen. It seems it sounds, sounds tough. But they just need to get in. Marco, exactly. And... Here's the thing. They've been playing that type of – they've been having that type of mentality, bro, for the longest. That type of mentality for the longest. Just let me in. It's like, give me the opportunity, coach. I won't mess it up. And when you look at the type of players that they have, let's start with the quarterback position. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy gets thrown in to the, to the fire. All right, he's either gonna come out Valerian Steel or he's gonna come out some bull, right? And look, I feel like Brock Purdy is coming out Valerian Steel. And if you don't know what Valerian Steel is, tell you what, either read the books or go just download the HBO app and watch every episode of Game of Thrones so you can understand Valerian Steel, right? It's the toughest steel, the best sword you can ever find. It's made of the best stuff. And, and here's the thing. How is Brock Purdy this good? I don't know. And you know what else? I don't, I'm not trying to sound condescending. I really don't care. Whatever Brock Purdy has, he needs to continue to bring that every week. I can't tell you what it is because it's different every week. Some weeks he's scrambling. Some weeks he's doing this. One week he's hurt. Next week he's that. I, I, I don't care. He just has to show up every week and it's weird because like when Brock Purdy shows up all of a sudden like the team is uplifted it's uplifted and I'm not saying that it's going to be easy winning out no but the 49ers have every opportunity right here on their table to go 13 and 4 which was mine and Peachy score prediction because I remember doing that show 13 and 4 I had us look. I ain't gonna front. Has lose to the Seahawks, but this is when uh, when it was back in the day before everything. But things changed. People changed. Things changed. 
Uh, I thought the travel was going to be bad or whatever, whatever. And there was no such thing as a Brock Purdy. Ooh. Ooh. Can I save? Can I save? Can I save this? Hmm. Hmm. We're going to save that one, uh, Zayar 50. That's a tough mother freaking question, dog. Uh, can we add in the stuff that's inside of, of, of Wolverine and Deadpool as well? Because that's some tough stuff, too. Uh, we don't talk about it a lot. Is it Animanium? Animanium? I don't know. Something. But whatever it is, I like it. Um, but nah, seriously, guys, like you got to understand what the 49ers are doing. And I, I you know, I, I remember putting out a tweet before anybody started doing the episodes was kind of like, like whatever. But I remember putting out a tweet saying that Kyle Shanahan should be head coach of the year. We're going to talk about that this week. I can't front because it's been on my mind. Just haven't had time to do the show. And the manium. That's how you say it. And the manium. Yeah, that and and the mantium. I said it right. That's the stuff. I, I want that stuff. But we got to look at Purdy because that's where it starts. And a lot of people feel like it starts with CMC. Yes, CMC opens up the offense. But Brock also has to, A, manipulate the defense and make the offense work. And Brock, in my opinion, is better than any game manager that we've seen. Why? He's not just managing the game. He's not just managing the game. Brock Purdy is out there controlling and dictating what the frick the defense is. Oh, that's what you want to do? All right. Kill, kill, kill. Can, can, can. Soup, soup, soup. You, you, you. Bam. Pass. That's Brock. That's Brock. Vince, you got a dope question, and I know this is going to sound crazy, right? Um, No. I'm. There's no NFC team that concerns me. Fernando, I'm which I understand, and that could be the only thing, but I don't look. You're saying it's a short week for us, it's a short week for it's actually a long week for us, it's a shorter week for them, and they got to travel, and they didn't look that good against the Giants. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. Now, I will say this expect Chase Young to play in this game, but if I'm Washington, I'm not playing him. He's coming out to California. You're expecting him to go out there. He Look, y'all could talk all the trash about the 49ers offensive line all y'all want. I just don't think they're as bad as we've seen. I, I've Mike, Andrew, thank you. You finally came out and said the stuff that's in my head. Well, you do it all the time. You came out and you said, and I think it was in our group text, I don't want to hear anybody complain about the 49ers offensive line ever again. Because what I've watched this weekend, because you, when you're not preparing for 49er football, you finally can observe the NFL. You can sit back, observe the NFL, and be like, all right, cool. Our offensive line ain't nothing. Ain't got, like, our offensive line is fine. It's just fine. They just got to continue to figure out what's. And I think Brock Purdy, not Jimmy Garoppolo, is allowing the offensive line to be a little bit better. They don't have to block as long. They still going to get called for silly penalties. Uh, 49, uh, Jeff says, not the Lions? No. Nah. Nah. They hot, though. Lions got the second, uh, second long winning streak, right? We're at seven. They're at six, I believe. I believe. I'm not scared. Look, the Eagles don't scare me. I, look, I know I, we watched A.J. Brown do his thing this past weekend. He not doing that. 
against the 49ers, man. He not running across the middle like that all day. He gonna get hit. Hufunga will hit you. Like, like, do you understand that wide receivers aren't built like Jerry Rice anymore? Like, you gonna get hit. And I felt like Jerry played in a whole different era where it was worse safeties, like harder hitting safeties. That hit Hufunga put on uh wherever he hit in this game. I, I, it didn't draw the penalty flag, but it looked like it should have drew the flag, but it, it didn't leave with the helmet. Listen, I'm not worried about the Eagles. I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts. The only thing the 49ers would have to do is adjust to him running the ball. That's where they struggle. Their worst game was against Mark Mariota and Patrick Mahomes this season. But I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Exactly. He's been hurt. But they said that he's close to coming back. Like I said, unless they – I wouldn't even play him. I wouldn't even play him. That's me, personally. But let's talk about this – let's talk about these 49ers, right? And I want to hear from you. I want to get your takes on it. Um, I'm going to put the joint up here, man. You guys can come on. Listen, you guys get two minutes. Well, you know what? Two minutes is too late. Three minutes. I got a clock. Three minutes. All right? Love y'all. And then I got, actually, before I do that, let me read these contributions because they've been kind of waiting here in the queue. Sean hit us with another double. Uh, thing. As a whole, the linebacking crew doesn't have a weakness. Brooks would always make a bonehead penalty. Uh, Will was slow in coverage. Yeah, his feet weren't right later. Later on. He didn't play long, but the latter part of his career, Feet wasn't right. That's why he retired. Uh, top to bottom, 22 better. 22 are interchangeable. Fudge. Yes. Yes. Remember when the 49ers were trying to switch players and make them hybrid? And we were like, what in the hell? Remember when they tried to make Eric Reed a linebacker? Remember when they tried to make Marcel Harris a linebacker? We were like, what? They were trying to have interchangeable pieces to where you can go from linebacker to safety to this to that and not skip a beat. Sean, you're always on the money, man. Appreciate the Super Chat contribution. Uh, Bo West. This team is destined. Bo West 13. This team is destined. Story book. I just hope at the end of the year we're closing the book. And we're going to have that Super Bowl trophy because I just get your money ready. Get ready because we're going to be out there. It's going to be crazy. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll leave it up to that. Updates on Mooney Ward uh, with the concussion. Not not as not as, as of yet. Um, look, he's had plenty of time off. Um, Kyle Shanahan. Speaking of that, can we give Kyle Shanahan a round of applause? People are probably like, why would we give Kyle Shanahan a round of All right, so if you don't know, um, the NFL cleared him to play, okay? Uh, and you know what? I ain't even got to tell you because Trey Lance, next great 49ers QB is right. Mooney was cleared. He cleared protocol. NFL cleared him to play. Kyle was like, nah, my watch. And if you listen to later, Mooney said, man, I had a concussion. Like, you know, I knew I had a concussion. Kyle's like, good. You're not going back in there. And another round of applause to the jack played good felt like he gave up maybe one or two passes um that came his way 
or whatnot. And I felt like he played really solid. You know, he played really solid. First game, he was called up to that game. Yo, I need you to play against Seattle, bro. Shout out to the Jackrabbit. Uh, play very well. Janoris Jenkins, if you don't know who that is uh, and whatnot. But, yes, Leslie, Kyle is definitely taking care of his people. You know, a lot of coaches, ah, man, like, they, what game was that? The New England game. And uh, Devontae Parker. I thought that was crazy. Like, I, that still bothers me. Now, I don't, the Tua thing bothered me for real, too. But that was a quarterback. But the wide receiver, to see Nelson Aguilar, like, trying to create false start, trying to stop the game, doing jumping jacks. Like, yo, my man not right. And the NFL was going to allow this kid to play football. Like, he could have died. Like, do you, like concussion. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Big Dead says, if we keep Huff around the line of scrimmage, we could be legendary. I got to give you the four. If we keep Huff around the line of scrimmage, we could be legendary. This all comes down to how comfortable Kyle Shanahan or D'Amico Ryans is comfortable just at Tayshawn playing deep. We talk about these guys being interchangeable. Like, they're just, like, they like they play a lot of single high safety, and they rub that coverage over to you know whichever that formation is that side with the with the receivers or whatever who they got to pick up. Um, but yes, that's where he's strong. Th- like those are those are that's Huff's strength, right? But we need him better in coverage, and it's not coverage that we need him better in. It's his communication. It's him understanding the terminology of the play. Um. Hopefully Johnny and I can get together. We're gonna break that down one more time, all right? Um, because you gotta understand, like when they're playing in certain coverages, and and Teradome is here, he can contest to it. He can explain it to you more in the chat. Uh, shout out to Teradome; he's a moderator. So if you need anything, hit him up. But he can tell you about this palm. So what the 49ers like to do is play cover four and 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 palms coverage. So they're covering four zones out there. But then there's different responsibilities for each position, uh, each position in the coverage. They have, they have multiple responsibilities, multiple, not just one. It's not just, hey, man, you can cover this area. Cool. Nah, it depends on how the formation on the offense is lined up. And that will determine what huff or what the safety or what the cornerback or what the nickelback is supposed to do. Right. So it depends on how the offenses line up. You know what I'm saying? And that would determine it. And so I feel like Huff gets the – he gets it wrong a lot. It's not a gamble. He just gets it wrong, and then he gets beat, and then it's a big play. Will he get it right? Absolutely. It's freaking Huff. You got to give the kids some time. God dang it, dude's a freaking sophomore in the NFL, having his best career year. Like, leads the team in interceptions. When have we had a player on, on the 49ers that had more than four interceptions? I'll wait. Give this kid some time. Six-round pick? Give this kid some time, yo. He's going to be just fine. Just fine. Right now, Big Dez, the, mo- mo- the most important part, he's getting the instinct, instinct part right. He can learn the rest. The other stuff is teachable. Same thing with Trey Lance. Like, give, give him time, right? His accuracy is off especially on those short throws. Okay, but let him have his instinct. 
he can read man coverage and he can get the ball down the field, right? All right, that's instinct. That's that's him knowing how to play his football. Now let him learn the Kyle Shanahan way. It'll happen. He's got to give it time. He's got to give got to give guys some time. You can't. You've got to be kidding me, Steve. I'm texting you. You got to be kidding me. I that that can't be right. Is it? Has it been that long? I gotta text Steve because I think I, I he's got to be kidding me. Was it Deion in '94? Look, here's my text message to Steve. Are you serious? <laughs> Whoa! Wow! I didn't put the link up yet. Here it comes. I'm sorry. I I, I you know, here's the link. All right. All right, so we're going to talk about these Niners. Uh, I want to get your takes on the game. You know, I talked about my take on the game. That's what I said. 94, good golly, O'Malley. Jeez. Oh, real quick, shout out to Leslie. We have a new member. <laughs> I love member. Hey, guys, become a member today, man. It's low price. It's $2.99, I believe. You can pick any membership package you want. But become a member. Enjoy the perks. Enjoy the private conversations and all that good stuff that we have as members. You don't want to miss out. All right? So become a member today. The Wayne Breezy channel. Let's start with Tara Dome. He's in the building. What's good, bro? What is good, Mr. I, Wayne Breezy? Man, how am I, I sounding? How am I sounding? Am I five by five? Uh, you, you like it's going in and out a little bit. Maybe okay. that's when you talk, you move away from the mic. Uh, but keep talking. We're gonna get it right. I'll, I'll get real close up on it. Uh, yes, now like, you now you giving me the the sexy talk on, the, on the quiet storm. Yeah, for all ladies. the ladies out there, all the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. All right, bro. So let's talk about this team. Uh, let's talk about your your takes on um, the Seattle game, and 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 how do you feel that they're going to continue to move forward uh, with you know as the 49ers? Well, as I do, man, I had my my, my meticulous note taking as it was going on. I, I as as things jump out, they grab me, and as it's good. I go ahead and highlight it in green. Mm -hmm. If it's bad, I highlight it in red. And mm -hmm. I'll show my notes on up here. Look at you with your notebook. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I and thought it was just around clean. all we had was some some things to clean up there. And and one of them was the, the refs uh <laughs> in, in Seattle's pockets, I said one time. And I had Huff being uh off coverage uh one time. Uh, in a, he got mixed up with a a linebacker, uh, and they need to run Jordan Mason more. Mm. Uh, you know that's a as you get a little older, you got to keep notes, man, because you know you you, you got to <laughs> write stuff down because you might forget it. Thanks. Um, man, you you, you represent you you put together some fascinating things in reference to that. Uh, 2011, 2012 defense, man. We just had some stone cold ballers out there oh my back in the day. You know, I, I played the position, man, back in high school and, and even in college. And then I switched to the Rover and the strong safety, man, linebacker, man. These, we, we are linebacker. You, if, if, if it was like Penn state back in the eighties. Oh yes. We, we just. <laughs> I, we just breed them. It, it's certain teams. 
in the NFL that just can get a certain position. Uh, Pittsburgh does it well with wide receivers, but the San Francisco 49ers, I, whoever's scouting linebackers, just know what they doing. They just do. And, man, going back to Chris Boylan, going all the way back to Keena Turner, Keena going Turner. all the way back to Ricky Ellison, going all the way back to, I mean, uh, you know, he was a, 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 a bit nasty, but Romanowski had some stuff with him. Hacksaw uh, Reynolds was was real nice with it. Um, m- uh, Big Matt Millen from Penn State, he was there. We had a Hall of Fame named Ricky Jackson. Ricky Jackson, but, bro, fifty seven. Let's go. But boy, man, that Patrick Willis from Ole Miss. It was good Lord, five two, man, five two could do it. And Navarro Bowman, man, perfect complimentary piece, man. Uh, and Navarro Bowman, interestingly enough, he's from the DMV area. In middle school, Navarro Bowman played basketball with Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant will tell y'all to a man. In the DMV, right? Yeah, in the DMV. Navarro Bowman had a nastier jumper than Kevin Durant. Navarro Bowman would, would put up 35 quick on you, but Kevin Durant grew to 6'11", and Navarro Bowman stayed about 6'1", 6'2". He said, so I'm going to go ahead and do this football thing. That's the athlete this guy was. That's why I put he was an incredible athlete, man, to to say, well, maybe the jump ain't falling. I'm going to go ahead and play pro ball and be one of the best linebackers ever. (laughs) Uh, If if, if the injury, if that injury didn't happen, damn. Man, that's why I love beating Seattle so much. And did we beat their brains in? I, hey, hey, I, you know, if, if you live in the city of Seattle, I sure hate it for you. I love beating Seattle, man. I, I, I can't stand the city. My wife wanted me to go to her, uh, go with her on a business trip one time. And I can't stand Seattle. Bro. I don't like the coffee. I don't like the space needle. I don't like that puke green that y'all wear. I don't like the fish throwing that fish across the the stuff that sometimes is there sometimes it ain't. i don't like your weather i don't like your mama i don't like nothing about seattle beat them up you're a second city you always be a second city you're a second class citizen we got you we teach you we swept you you swept up you 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 swept up it's done you right around with los angeles now and arizona i'm coming for my sweep i'm coming for this sweep of this whole division i'm coming for my stuff it's rightfully coming back to the plate i got one championship down i'm coming for two more that's the nfc championship and that would be the lombardi championship it's going to come back to its rightful place i can't be stopped i can't be denied i'm young i'm black i'm pretty and can't possibly be beat hey (laughs) all right so we got people that's coming on after you right now right i don't know if they want to come on after that but they got they got to top that that's got to be top tara dome in the building round of applause bro god bless let's go man thank you man appreciate you got you bro all right i don't see Dion up there so i'm I'm gonna go next eddie g in the place to be and there he goes his head pops right up after i say i don't see him what's going on brother Hey, man. It's good to see you, Breezy. Glad you made it home safe. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I feel well-rested right now. Like, I, I needed a break, 
so I can sleep. And I really, well, I didn't really sleep. I'm lying. So as soon as I got off the airplane, went to a gig, and I don't know how I made it through that gig. Then I had a gig the next night, and then I had church yesterday and a gig, and then I went Christmas shopping. But I slept somehow and all of that, and I feel good. So it's good to be home, and it's good to be here yes, with you. Yes, sir. Hey, first off, let me say thank you. What Do you remember what I asked you to do before you left? I said, safe travels and do what? I said, bring me, bring us home a dub. Yes! You brought it home, baby. Dude, you brought it home. Brought home you brought it home. You brought home that NFC Ch uh, West Championship. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your appreciate your time and your help in bringing that back. That's number one. You're welcome. Number num number two. I got to do this because this is one of the most amazing gifts I've ever gotten in my life. I got to show you, brother. Please shout out to Big Ed Glover, my father out in Manteca, California. I got an early Christmas gift. I got to show this to you. Uh oh. Uh oh! Can you see that? Oh, we can see it, baby. Zoom out. Now hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a little more to it. Okay, it's in a case, right? That's a that's a full size replica helmet, Rydell. Can you see the autograph? Do you know who that is? Is that Patrick Willis, bro? That's P. Willie, baby. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yeah. That's it right there. So big, I, I can't tell my dad thank you enough. Uh, there's a story to that helmet, but I'll I'll say that for another one because it'll take a while. But um, anyway, yeah, that big 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 Ed out in California sent me that. That's my dad. But um, that's what's up, Dad. I hope you're watching because um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, hey, your, your thoughts your thoughts on the game. And your thoughts about the 49ers just being the best damn team in football? My brother, okay, so obviously following Bishop Teradome. I love you, Bishop. You're amazing. I, I can't fall. I, I can't make anything better than that, Breezy. That was awesome. I love Eddie that, man. Style. So do it your way. So, so here's the thing. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, got to give that man his flowers. Short week. Third string quarterback. Everybody's unsure about him. Don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Oblique strain. Doesn't, you know, playing with pain. Didn't throw a ball until he was in the hotel lobby. That young man is doing what he needs to do. It's that simple. He's asked to do it. What impressed me most. Okay. We ain't even going to talk about that that double fake uh, screen pass to George Kittle up the middle, baby. Best play that was. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That gave me chills when it happened. I saw him fake one, fake twice, and hit Kittle. Oh, man. Okay. That aside, what impressed me about this young man was the slide on third down to extend it to help ice that game, knowing where the marker was knowing that once his knee went down, the ball was going to be down wherever he placed it, and he stuck his hand out to make sure it was out for him. That's the brain power of this young man. I got to give him credit there, bro. That was amazing. This team, we're the hottest team in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about the Philadelphia Eagles. Give them their props. They're playing very well. They're calling them the best team in the league. Okay, I can't. They're 13-1. I can't, I, you know. Their I can't take says, it away. I got you. Their record says your record, your record says what you are. I get it. However, this team has gotten healthier, is getting healthier, 
possibly getting someone a big man back here, hopefully for the playoffs. Eric Armstead is back and showing why he is so important in this defense. We are a scary team. Mm. Nobody wants to see us right now, brother. Nobody does. Nobody mm. wants to play us. Yeah, the Lions are hot. Yeah, all this stuff's going on. They ain't ready for us, bro. They got like I'm gonna quote Mr. Mike Andrews. They got to deal with us. And it's a physical game, guys. It's a physical oh, mindset you have to be in to play the 49ers. Oh yes, you got to be ready. Your body's gonna take a. You're gonna take. You talk about taking a hit. Your body's gonna get punished against our team, and you got to be ready for it. And. That's all I got to say, bro. Let, you know, that's we're we're the hottest team in football right now. We're playing great football. Enjoy it. Everybody's you hear, you know, you hear all this media coming up about, oh, next year, what problem? We'll worry about that next year. Right now, we're the hottest team in football. And I'm I'm ready for these playoffs to start. Nobody wants to touch us. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. It, it, Nobody wants to the playoffs. Nobody wants to see us. And and it's it's true. Whether we on the road or whether we're at home. 49ers are hot right now, uh, and we're going to talk about that a little. Listen, Eddie, thank you. I'm going to get Leslie on here next, and then we're going to have Dion and Melissa, and then we'll have Dion close it out. But I appreciate All you. All right, bro. Yeah. Let's go, Niners. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Eddie G. All right, Leslie, you're up next. Hey. That's you, the faithful. Oh, yes. my God. I wished I had been there at that Seattle game. I was dancing when the bishop was saying i got that you know i'm an old school 49er faithful so of course i came out of the womb hating dallas because that's mm -hmm. what we do we still do but, yeah. Yeah. but seattle oh every time we get to beat them yes it's just everything they throw fish up there what can i say you know we were talking about um hafunga and um you know what stuff that just it, it comes out of me about our rookies this year but him especially mm-hmm um, and I'm not talking about the style of play. I'm talking about what I'm seeing is football IQ. That kid, that kid reminds me, football IQ wise, uh -huh. of my man, Ronnie Lott. Okay. Ronnie's rookie season, I can remember all of us kind of sitting in the stands going, whoa, you know, right. where he's playing like, and he had made, I'll never forget because I was at that game. He got tossed out for um, a personal foul. He slugged somebody. <laughs> and quite frankly, they deserved it. We were on his side. But they interviewed him afterwards. And you know what his response was? He goes, I played like a rookie. That won't happen again. And that was like his fourth or fifth game. Wow. That's what I'm seeing in the Tiger. You know, is, again, that um, that awareness that that where where can where am I supposed to be right now? Here's what the play is, but then where am I supposed to be as things develop? Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm seeing in that kid. And I want I know you've got other people on here, and they've got to get into work. I'm retired now, so hey, I congratulations! But I got this from Niner Beto for answering a question correctly nice. on his podcast, and I'm just going to say that I have a feeling. This is going to be outdated. Ooh. That means we're adding another one to that joint real soon. Absolutely. And I and again, the, I, thought, I thought the game was, you know, Brock Purdy is another one. His He's um, 
the humble, the you see something in it. I do. I'm seeing something in that kid. And and you know, I always hesitate when I say, you know, somebody reminds me of Joe Montana or Steve Young. I don't want to, you know what I mean? It's like ah, it's not that. There's something about him that um, let me put it this way. I feel comfortable at quarterback for the first time in a long time. Oof. I don't know how else to put it. I just feel comfortable at quarterback. I'm going to end with this story because you'll get a kick out of it. And especially with, with Big Ed and his dad out in, Mar in Manteca, because I'm from the Central Valley. I'm in Modesto. Okay. Uh, I was, I remember watching the draft the year that Patrick Willis was drafted. And mom and I, the, the woman that taught me football, she and I are sitting on the couch and we're watching and they, they showed him sitting between his family you know, do it all this. And they call his name mm -hmm. and he put that hat on and he started to stand up and he just kept yep. going. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and, the, and the camera didn't adjust right away. And all of a sudden they're like at his knees and they have to like go like this. And my mother looked at me and she goes, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a anyway. monster. Best to you, Wayne. And um, yeah, go Niners. We Let's got go. It. Let's go. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for joining. You're welcome. Wow. She said some really, really, really good things. Let's get Melissa on up here. How you doing? I'm a lot better. Thanks, Breezy. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Talking to you last week probably saved my life. You and uh, John V were like the kick I needed in the some place that I'm not going to mention on here that I needed to really tackle this. So I wouldn't be here feeling the way I feel if it wasn't for the two of you. Oh, we're, we're, we're glad we could be here. For you. Let, let's, I know you got some very interesting things. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to get your take on this past game. Um, okay. Leslie said that she hasn't felt this way about a quarterback mm -hmm. in a long time. I gotta ask you, do you do you somewhat feel the same way? Absolutely. I um I actually think I might feel stronger than her because I said about two months ago that we just need a spark after the Denver loss and some of the struggles with Jimmy Garoppolo. And people kept saying, Well, what do you want, Brock Curdy? And I was like, Yeah, I want anything but what we know doesn't work. Like we know. Teams don't fear him. We know teams will load up the middle of the field and dare him to go outside. Like we knew his limitations and we knew how far he could maybe get us, maybe to a championship game if everybody else was perfect, but no further than that. And it's like everyone was so scared of ripping that band aid off that was 10 that they weren't willing to take a chance on anything else. It's like once Trey went down, it's like everyone was just like, okay, well, we're just going to go back to what was working. And it's like, you, you can't live your life that way. You can't live your life in fear. You can't um, keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and, and expecting a different result. And I'm not ever wishing for an injury, even to the players that I can't stand. But it, it, it's just like, it's about damn time that they move forward. It's about damn time. Turn up the music. My bad. I got ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you know, 
maybe this is the the hopeful fan of me, but I took what Fred Warner said after that Bronco game to heart. You know, when he first started chirping about Brock Purdy and saying that this kid had something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it's nice to see it actually pan out. You know, like, there are some questionable moments. There are some errant throws. But, you know, the thing I'm most happy about is that we don't have hospital balls anymore. And I don't feel like that 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 scared feeling I used to feel all the time whenever Jimmy was under center because you, you knew at the worst possible time either he'd throw a pick or he'd take a sack or he'd just throw it up in the air because he wanted to avoid a sack and then it'd be a turnover that way. I don't have that fear anymore. It's like that first time when we moved past Richie James at special team returner. It's just you stop flinching every time because you knew good or bad, at least you were going to get different. Maybe yeah. that was a better good. Maybe it was a worse, but y- was- you had hope. I felt like with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and I, tell me if you feel the same way, you were in limbo. And yes. you were hoping that Jimmy would get better. With Brock, I just wrote an article for WebZone yesterday. It got published yesterday. Mm-hmm. Brock, I said that the 49ers, no one wants to see the 49ers, right? And I yeah. said, the reason I, I'm going to give you five. I think I gave you three reasons. The first one was Brock, <laughs> and it was because he's unknown. You don't know what you're going to get, but you know it's going to be something that you have to find a way to prepare for. How can you prepare for something that's unknown? That's how dangerous <laughs> the 49ers are. I'm sorry, I get I get animated with it. That's how dangerous we Crazy. are. I am like the one person you never have to apologize for getting animated with. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate um, I did want to bring up the linebacker thing with you because you brought it up and it's been sticking in my head ever since you brought it up. Everyone can have their favorite. You know, the, the Fangio defense was special. and For the life of me, I will probably never look at a defense lineman the way I looked at Justin Smith because he was just he was him to me, you know? He was like that guy What a pickup. that could do everything. He was a group tackler. He was selfless. He he just had that grit in moxie that I, I don't think I've ever felt like with a defensive player before him. Um, But the linebackers now, and I know this is going to piss people off, I just I can't help but say the 2022 linebackers are just much more special. And it's it's for a lot of reasons. It's because today it's harder for them to tackle. You know, there's so many rules protecting rules. quarterbacks mm-hmm. and wide receivers and running backs, and you can't land on people. And you have to be such a freak athlete because everybody else now is such a freak athlete in every respect of the offense. You have to be multifaceted because it has to really be that next moment up mentality. So you got to play inside, outside. You got to be able to do everything. I mean, even last year, like Aziz isn't my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. he stepped up when Fred was struggling, trying to live up to that contract. And he wore the green dot and he took over not just Dre's spot, but he took over Fred's spot. Like, I don't think, and I loved. Alden Smith and Ahmad Brooks, but I don't think you ever had like a third linebacker that deep back then, you know, and these guys, um, what they're doing with their, 
shutting down the way that Drake Greenlaw was keeping up with Tyree Kill. I, I don't think I've ever seen speed like that either. And I just so together and the way that they can, um, you know, combined once one of them falls down with either like DFF or Oren Burks or Curtis Robinson or any of these other guys that they just plug in right in and they don't miss a beat. It's remarkable the way that this uh, linebacking crew has each other's backs and they dominate. And I think we're really, really lucky to be anchored by these linebackers, whatever area you prefer. I agree. I look, I, it's hard. It's hard because you have your nostalgic fans that just never seen anything like Bowman and Willis. Yeah. At, at core. And it feels kind of disrespectful to say yeah. anyone's on their level exactly. or even better than that. Exactly. But it's just, a, it's a different league. It's like, Comparing Montana's era to anything now, it's like you can't call any oranges. It's preference. Yeah, you can't call anyone now the goat because they don't play in the same rules. Like guys, now they have the tuck rule, and they have I can't have anyone land on me, and they can go cry wolf right to the refs and get a bunch of unnecessary roughness calls. Like it's completely different eras. You can't really compare the two. So. Me personally, I, I love Drake Greenlaw. I, I can't stop smiling whenever I think about Drake Greenlaw. That's you so and to me, this guy for real. <laughs> I, like, I realize that y'all, like, that's your guy. I love his story. I love everything about Drake Greenlaw. Fred Warner is my guy. But oh, Breezy, you know the, the, okay, I'm not going to go into all of it. I'm just going to say one thing, though. He was never afraid. Never. Like, but you got to go back. But you got to go back. Story, Melissa, go back to his origin story of when he was at Arkansas and about that situation that happened. Yeah, to him. That, that's John Chapman's. I'm not gonna steal. What Tell he me does. that's he not go, one of those stories that just be like it is a story, but that's love. his thing with the, the 90 man countdown. He went into yes. everyone's background yes. and how yes. many times they made the it honor is. roll, and he he went like beyond and above him, Juan, Clayton, all of them did their homework on all the players. I, I'm not going to steal his terrain. What I was going to say was, you know, the Seahawks were the thorn in every Niner fan's side. Whether you had the Cowboys, the Packers, the Giants, whoever, you hated as a rivalry. You couldn't hate the Seahawks more with the Bowman injury and them throwing trash on him and the sorry-ass Crabtree comments and all that other stuff. Like, that was like a almost like, like a decade of torture. Like, the second Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll came together, I don't think we ever beat the Seattle Seahawks until 2018 when Richard Sherman got that first win with Richie James in overtime and that big punt return. Mm -hmm. And then we got the first one with Dre Greenlaw in 2019 on the last play against Jacob Hollister. And that's what was the ceiling deal for me with Dre Greenlaw. You know, there was this kid, he came in the fifth round, just like George Kittle. And he did not care what the records were. He did not care who was supposed to be the better team. He didn't care what they had done before. He was like, I'm not going to fear you. So he never feared Pete Carroll. He never feared Pete Russell Wilson. He never feared the Seahawks, the 12s, 
the Rams, the Cardinals, whatever it was, he, he just came out and he played his type of ball. And yes, it was dangerous at times. He was ungapped discipline because he was trying to go for the big tackle instead of doing his job. Um, there were other times he was a bit too rough. But at the same time, he just he's just so electrifying to watch. You just can't take your eyes off him. And, and just when you think that the, someone's going to run in for a touchdown, Jay Greenlow will come out of nowhere and just hit a guy out of bounds. Like, his life depends on it. And it's just, it, it, it's like watching Hitner and Deshaun Golton and everything else in the a linebacker all mixed in together. And it's just, it's phenomenal. It's such a privilege to watch him do his thing. Melissa? You should write a book, like 49er Takes by (laughs) Melissa. Like, I would read it. I would read it. Why don't you start a blog Mm -hmm. on your, about your takes? You know what I'm saying? And I know that's what Twitter (laughs) technically is. No, do a real blog. Like, Melissa Takes 49ers, boom, and then just put your little takes in daily. People would you blow up, you listen, just make sure I get my 10%. But other than that, you can blow up. I can feel it. You know, Breezy, I think a lot of people will get sick of me because I talk too much. And that's probably the Jersey part of me. That's the whole that's the whole part of doing it. I'm sure they get but... sick too. Hey, here's the thing. You know what I you know what I noticed, Melissa? If if I do a show every day, eh. But if I don't do a show three days and I do that show, it's all thousand viewers. Everybody's watching. <laughs> so I said, oh, that's what y'all doing, huh? Y'all, y'all getting sick of me when you see me daily. So I got to spread it out. I see what's going okay. on. It's not just that. Like, it, it's hard. You know, I love you, but it's hard to be up every day at 11 a.m. to watch you in the morning and then watch you again at 3 and then watch you again at like 7 or 8 with the Nitty Gritty 90 crew. And that's all just in one day. That's not even including the Johnny Dell shows and every other show you got going I just want to bring great And I don't even know your Patreon schedule, so that's a whole other thing. Like, I don't even know Patreon schedule. You know? But listen, I got to get the others up here. Um, oh, I uh, uh, wait, I just wanted to bring up one last thing, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, Beto has a channel called Niner Sickness, and he has this fun thing like you where he does trivia. Nice. And, and um, even if you don't get all the, the questions right, and even, even if you just do one or two and then you, you bounce out, mm-hmm. he still honors everyone who comes into his chat. And he still does the horse race at the end and allows everyone a chance to win a, a patch. Nice. And I think, Breezy, I really think it's going to happen. You got the quest for six. Leslie got the, the patch with the fi- Oh, my gosh. You guys are on it. He he sent me this just for being a moderator in his chat and for keeping people in line. So he, he's really one of those really nice, uh, sweet people. Um. And he's Spanish, so I, I got to give it to my Spanish uh, faithful over there in California. And um, he's got this one, though, Breezy. It's a Joe Staley one. Mm, I want that When one. you went up for that catch, yeah. I want it so bad. Like, I don't I don't um, think I've ever been into, like, I'm kind of like Mama Deb. I have, like, this huge collection of Disney pins from when I was, like, younger all the way to my adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I have to have at least 
200 Disney pins, and they're like my pride and joy. What do you have them on? Are they in a case or are they on something? Like one of those okay. boards. <laughs> I have them in the back because I used to have them out and about, and then my dogs would knock everything over. Bad and I dog. used to. <laughs> I used to actually fear that I would lose them all, or they break, or they get scratched. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. I can't tell you how many TSs I went through just because of my dogs. My dogs broke at least five DSs, 15 different coffee mugs. It, it was everything. Like you still have anything. Those same I have the same. They're both I'd rescues. Trade, I'd have traded them in. I'd be like, listen, you're not the one. Uh, <laughs> let me get off this. Listen, you got to go. Because you're going to get me. You're going to get Peter in my inboxes. And that's not happening today. It's not what I mean. I'm just saying I would trade them in. But Melissa, I'm going to hit you up because I have a proposition. Uh, I would love to bring you on the Wayne Breezy Network. And then you mm -hmm. put your blogs on the website if you wanted to write something daily. I think that would be really good for you get your stuff I, I don't know how good i would be with words like writing them down and don't worry we got the editors. way you and kev do we got editors but and if you and ever want like a co-host just to like chat chop it up with i would love to come on with you during the week because okay you, you're just one of my favorite people in the world so let's make it happen let's make it and happen. i'm sorry i brought up your your nba team last week and got you upset but yeah you made my team suck uh, Melissa, you gotta go. It's been real, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Round of applause for Melissa. She's out. I'm not trying to say goodbye. She made my Celtics suck. She brought my team up. They lost to the Warriors. They lost to the Magic twice. They they stink all of a sudden. That's Melissa's fault. Let me get John V in here. John, you've been waiting patiently. I see you in the in the four dot six range. What's going on, family? Bro, I, I suggest everybody just shop from home. I, I, dude, <laughs> I, dude, I had to pull over, bro, because you, bro, I was I, out last night, bro. I was, and I, I think the worst part, I was in New York. I was like going toward like you know the, the mountains, and I'm like, it's cold as right. And so then the lines are long. Now the lines are long to get into the stores, right? So I'm like, okay. Then when you get in the stores. The lines to get out of the store checkout lines were even longer. I must was in Nike outlet line for an hour. And I I I I just wanted to steal the stuff at that point. I didn't care if I went. <laughs> like I was so mad. But go ahead, bro, man. It's your time, bro. Bro, it's just it's crazy out here, bro. I didn't even go into the store yet. I'm thinking about going to the gas station next to the store, getting some gift cards and, and some envelopes and calling it a day, bro. Because the lady that was behind me on my way into the show. She was practically on my lumbar support, bro. She was like in the back seat. You understand? Like, no patience, bro. People are out of their mind. It, it's Christmas. And, and you know, I, I should have known better. I, I should have stayed home and ordered on Amazon. Like, shame on me. But, but Amazon, Amazon different this year. Like, now you're not gonna get your stuff to the 27th through the 20. That's not that's after Christmas. What yo, Prime? I want I want some of my money back. That's the whole purpose of Prime. Yeah, it's that football shit on Thursdays. That's what did. <laughs> We're getting ripped off, bro. <laughs> um, are we talking about linebackers? Like, who's better? No, I mean, look, that's the poll question. Right now, it's more about what was your – give me one take of the Seattle game and then give me how you feel about this 49ers team going forward. 
acting like we're the best team in the damn world, Craig. I know our record doesn't reflect that, but I just that's what I feel. Now, John, you disappeared. Okay, now you're back because it, it, you you went uh you went the ring black on everybody. Everybody see that movie, The Ring or The Grudge? Yeah, you just disappeared for a second. It's these phone calls, bro. I got to stop calling. Hey, John, just put it on. Do not disturb. It's what I do. Sorry for people that know now that that's what I do. But yeah, okay. Whenever you, whenever you're streaming live, put it on. Do not disturb. It won't go through. Oh, that's a great idea. It's the only way to roll, dog. So you can only do that when you got an iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody out there that be rocking them Galaxy Maxes and them Samsungs and them uh, them flip phones, the Motorola Timeport 357s, you can't do stuff like that. You know, you got to have an iPhone. But you know, a lot of people don't like iPhones. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Okay, so my my Seattle take, right? We are we're, We were fantastic, okay? <laughs> Dion. Dion, I'm bringing you on right now because you're going to talk trash about John and his connection. Here we go. Let me fix this. So now I got backup to talk about your connection. All right, let's do it. What up? All right, let me let me get my take out before before I throw the phone out in the parking lot. Can you hear me, bro? We can hear you loud and clear. Okay, so Seattle was fantastic. We looked fantastic. All right. The team, like, like, I think Brock Purdy is legit trusted by Kyle, most, like, most definitely. The way that he utilizes Purdy is intense, okay? So that being said, like, I, I, bought, I, bought, I bought in, like, full effect. I am, I am on the Brock Purdy train. I ordered a jersey. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, I, I legit, I bought the jersey, okay? Um. I just I see I see Kyle looking far more confident with Brock Purdy than I've ever seen him with any other quarterback. So so that 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 that's that. Okay. I I, I bought the jersey. I'm all in on Purdy. Okay. He's pretty damn nice. So moving forward, bro, like I, I just think that this kid is getting better and better with every with every week that they prepare. They're tailoring an offense around this kid that can absolutely execute. So, you know, like, like the, I, I kept saying to myself, bro, I need one more game. I'm not sure. Like, we, this, was, this was just one game. This was just one game. Like, he just won the NFC West. He, he literally helped us win the NFC West. We stole the division with the third-string quarterback, Okay. I get it. It's Seattle. We could sit here and make excuses about every team he's gone up against. We could say that the secondary in, in Tampa was butt cheeks. We can say that Seattle was Seattle couldn't stop the run. You know, there's always an excuse every time Purdy succeeds, right? So let's just let's just wait and see what what Kyle pulls out of the bag. Like Kyle can successfully go into his bag and use Brock Purdy. The way that it that the way that those plays were intended, so and Brock Purdy's IQ seems to be legit. Did you see uh, Orlovsky's uh, take on how he was uh, manipulating everybody at uh, at the line of scrimmage? He got Kittle back on the ball. Guys were in motion. He's using hand motions. He's telling guys to stay. He's telling guys to go. This is like this is exactly what Kyle wanted. Someone that can utilize the playbook uh, and and use the IQ. It's the IQ for Kyle. Kyle wants smart football players. 
If you're smart and you're intelligent and you know the game of football, then you should be able to utilize his system. We always preached and went on and on and on about how difficult Shanahan's system is, yada, yada, yada. He wants smart people on the football team. That's it, period. You got to be able to block. You got to be able to read, write. You got to be able to, 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 to know your role, bro. Brock Purdy is manipulating this playbook the way that it was intended. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. And as far as linebackers, because I'll let you go here, D. As far as linebackers, our linebackers now are better than Bowman and, and Willis because, well, frankly, it's a different league. You got to be a smarter player. You got to be careful player. You got to know how to tackle now. You got to tackle the right way. There's a lot more that goes into it. Those guys just got to put it in drive and go. Today, you got to be smart. You have to be cautious. It sucks, but it's a harder. It's harder to play linebacker today. And Willis wasn't really a zone player, right? Bowman was. Greenlaw is Bowman. What are you talking about? Greenlaw is Bowman. Um. Uh, Fred Warner. There's nobody like Fred Warner. There's not a linebacker that could play like Fred. Fred might not hit as hard as Willis, but he can cover more. He'll chase you down the field. He actually does the Superman tackle where he like leaps into like a Superman position and knocks an MFR on the ground, bro. So, I mean, I think that these linebackers today are better. They're better because it's a different league, period. You got to be better at your position. Got to be more cautious. Tell me I'm wrong, D. Tell me wrong, D. Nah, you, well, I'll have to, I do have a couple of disagreements with your arguments there. The three amigos are here. Yes. There they are. Bye. All right. So here's my thing about the 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 Bowman and Willis versus uh, Dre and Fred. John V said it best. It is a different lead. So for this time, you would have to go with Dre and Fred. But for that time, you must go with, you know, P. Will and, and, and Bo. And the reason being is because we... Right now, this is a cupcake league, man. Please, you might as well just put a flag on the quarterback and tell you to snatch it off and call it a day. Mm. Because they literally are thinking about amending the rule and now getting you thrown out of a game for roughing the passer call or for unnecessary roughness. Like, what? What? I'm sorry. If I see Nick Bosa leaving the field, because you called unnecessary roughness, I, I, I'm pissed. I didn't pay my hard-earned money. If I go into a game, I want to see Patrick. I, you know, I want to see Nick Bosa on the field. I want to see Drake Greenlaw on the field. I don't want players getting thrown out over something stupid. Because what what these people don't understand that are making the rules is simply that it's not. You're not making it about safety. You're making you're making it literally a lopsided game for the offense. You have defenseless player. You have, you know, uh, the, these excessive roughing the passer calls. They have every bit of advantage in the world. And, and the defense has nothing. What's the defense get to do? Oh, well, you know, you have to roll and you have to do this. So I have to possibly injure myself, break my collarbone, pull up, you know, and pull a hamstring. I have to injure myself just so you don't throw a flag. And now you're trying to tell me if you throw that flag, I get kicked out of the game. Yeah, no, nah, man. Ain't, what's the point of me even trying to go after the quarterback? It doesn't right, make so sense. So who would they beat in today's football? Who would uh, Bowman and Willis be in today's league? They like, wouldn't exactly be. Like, 
Explain to me, would they be they, as no, successful? I feel like as Devin White that? is more of the uh, of the Patrick Willis type of a linebacker. The, the reason the reason that I state they wouldn't be is because of how they played. And if you notice, there's not very many three four defenses in the league as of yeah, right now. Right. There are not a lot of them. And you got to remember, in a three four defense, your job was not to really you didn't have to cover that great no. and. You know, you 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 could roam. You could be in that zone in that area, but you you blitzed a little bit more, and it was just about hitting and stopping the run. And to your point about Fred covering sideline to sideline, did we not remember that uh, video that they showed us when we drafted Patrick Willis? How he ran that man down the field with a club on. I mean, he bolted down the field. So Willis wasn't no slouch in his speed. He was fast. Four three, you know. But um, for me, these guys I'll can drop good. back and play in coverage, bro. I just feel like it's probably just a moot point. Then, all right, it's probably a yeah. Moot I mean, point it's, because it's just hard to compare. The it just want a Patrick Willis style hitter. They they don't they don't want they want to protect players. Oh you yeah. Know. I just think that in if you try to compare Willis to Willis and Bowman to Greenlaw and Warner, it's these it's just two, two different eras of football. Are as close as you're going to get to that tandem in yeah. football. Period. So yeah, you know, and I agree with that. So let's let's move on from the point of the line. Yeah. Before we do, before we do, I just want to give y'all the poll. So we had 206 votes. Okay. And 60 percent of the votes said that. These linebackers are better for the 49ers. Like they're the best linebackers for the 49 um, And so we're going to leave it at that. You guys gave your takes on that. I do want to ask you about this last thing before we jump on up here. Because, Robert, uh, they're talking about it in the chat. You mentioned it, Dion, when you talked mm-hmm. about the rough and the passer call. And I'm glad you brought that up because I promise you that was my last thought. And so uh, it, the rule. The rule was you can't lead – with your weight forcing down. I, I I don't understand the rule, but that's the rule. And they called that on the pick six by Diamondro and Nor, yes. which would have been the second yes. interception this year. And this one would have been for six points. And this would have really opened the game. Like, for some reason, the league or the whatever didn't want this game to be a blowout, blowout. And mind you, they didn't get their touchdown to the end of the damn game anyway. Anyway, Robert Marquez says, the league said it was the wrong call on Bosa. And that hurts the ref's point system to ref in the Super Bowl. Every week, the refs get a letter being grade on the game that they had. Mm-hmm. And so the refs made the wrong call, according to the league. Did anybody else hear about what Robert is talking about? Because I just want this I just want this to be confirmed. I, I didn't hear about it. I didn't know that that I, was said. If it was said, congratulations. Thank you guys for... for you know, keeping up with this stuff and looking at it going, okay, we definitely can't have you in the Super Bowl messing off everything. You know, I agree with that, but uh, I'll let John get his point in because I'm lucky I didn't follow a Terra Dome, but it gave me time to give a follow-up real quick before we get about it. That 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 whole thing with the league coming out after the fact, like, I, I really think that the league should should give a weekly report every week on every single referee that made an errant call. Every single one. This way, the fans know that the league is actually paying attention to the calls that could and can make the difference in a win or a loss, right? Bill Watch Vinovich for trains. should have never been yeah. the referee in the 2019 Super Bowl. Bill Vinovich was the referee 
during, I believe, the Bills-Miami uh, game the other night. Dude's missing calls before the snow fell, when you couldn't see a damn thing, right? Then you're making <laughs> calls when, when you can't? I, I don't understand. You know what I mean? I can't even see who's on the field. I can't see half the Miami team because they're wearing white. But you can see them holding and blah, 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 bro. It's bull. Bill Vinovich is the prime example of a referee that should have never been in, the, in a Super Bowl situation because of his errant mistakes. Um, I don't know. I, I've never, I didn't see any follow-up on Bosa's. I, I saw nothing on it. I don't know, man. But I do know that the league, in my opinion, the league should release a statement, referee, first and last name, the quarter, the time, when they made the call, and tell us whether they agreed with it or not on a grading scale from, you know, A to D or one to five. I don't care. You know what I mean? Show us that you are watching your referees make mistakes. And, you know, I think the fans that they're being held accountable it. for the most well, part. When you're being graded on a scale week to week as a referee, you're going to try to do your best and you're going to try to balance, you know. But that's that, that. This is this whole thing is is a conspiracy situation because it all ties into Vegas and 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 the and the spreads, right? Betting. So we can sit here and have this conversation all day. This is a perfect conversation for the rant, though. This is a perfect conversation yeah. to take to my channel. And this talk is about tomorrow. Refs, tie into uh, to, tie into Vegas. Invite for tomorrow, John. I think I need to be on the rant because now hey, I can, look, I'm with. Hey, I'm right there with him, John. I, you already I, know. I can. I can finally. Uh, I could be Wayne Breezy on the rant. I could, yeah, bro. Yeah, hey, dusty. look, that's the chair is dusty, bro. Get in there. Let me clean it up. <laughs> let me get you on the chair. It's, you've been missing for a minute. I can't wait. I want to talk about this one, but uh, so I brought that up to say this, and then Dion, you could close out. And mm -hmm. you know, we got it. We're just zeroing back into the the title yeah. of the show: How the 49ers are coming for the number one spot. Listen, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? The adversity. It doesn't matter from the bad refs, injuries, like you name it, bad, even bad play calling. The 49ers have figured out this little thing called adversity. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be hit with it, but the one thing that you're seeing from this team is consistency, resiliency, and any other thing that starts with or ends with the word NC, because that's what the 49ers are doing, right? They're finding ways to win no matter what you throw at them. Now, are they going to come? Here's the only thing we haven't seen Brock Purdy do yet. You ready? Come back and win. I'm going to leave Yeah, he's got a battle in. adversity. Uh-huh. Will we get one of those games to end the season with? Out of the three games we have left, is there going to be a comeback win for Brock Purdy? It may or may not happen versus the Raiders. May or may not. I watched how the, the commanders played last night. They look like hot garbage. They're terrible, bro. Yeah, they look bad. They look real bad. Trash. But I would say that. Um, but they ain't playing. Yeah, I, I think it's going to pop. It may possibly be against the Raiders. It definitely ain't going to be against the, the, the Red Birds. They, they season is done. Um, but I did want to go ahead and, you know, shout out to wife. She got me this uh, Starbucks cup here. Has my favorite character. Um, so shout out to the wifey. Exactly. So I saw that. Look who and I'm I wanted to taking the crap one though. Exactly. I love that shirt. I love that shirt. So that leads me to my next point. The 49ers are the Grinch of the NFL. You have to think about it. We want to come into your house, steal all your gifts, your tree, 
every decoration that you have. The only difference is we ain't giving it back. <laughs> we ain't giving it back. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch. You really are no. a heel. Yeah, man, don't, 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 you know, make your boy, I got to warm the pipes up, you know, you know, I used to be a little right baritone in back in high school, you know, right I, I still got it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, just in music, you just said number one spot and who made a song? Luda. Luda. One of, one of the greatest lyricists of all time, very underrated. Good God, that man could spit. But for me, that's what we are. We are the Grinch of the NFL. We're going to steal everything and we're going to walk away. And at that moment, when you think our heart is three sizes too small and it's going to grow, the only way this heart's going to grow is if there's another Lombardi in the case at the end of the year. That's it. Other than that, our heart is going to stay small. We will continue to be angry and we will continue to come into your city and wreck shock like that. That's, that's, that's what we are, man. So that that's for me. I think that our defense is playing so stellar and so out of their minds that nothing can stop us. Um, I did see that I guess Ken laws um, practice window is now open. So to be honest with you, we're in the playoffs. We're good. So this is what this, this, this is my quick suggestion. Don't bring Ken law back right now. Leave him alone. Leave him alone to the playoffs. And you look at Javon and you tell him, I don't care what you need to do, son. You need to be here for every playoff game. Every single one. Yeah, but I you think, need I you think in the you middle. You got to open his practice window so you can see. No, his practice. I, I'm, saying, I'm saying don't put him in the game. Okay. Do not. Don't put him in. Like we, we, we're locked in. There can be no screw up. I want you know what I'm saying? Bro. I want, I so want I, that look, let me, man blocking it up. Here, here's the reason I here's the reason I don't want him in. If I want him in, I'm only mixing him in. I'm not man, I'm not giving oh, him a full load. I tell oh, I tell I tell you what, tomorrow's episode, we're gonna talk about this. Should yes, the Niners bring Ken Law back for the regular season? It let's, is? Leave that, let's leave it with a cliffhanger and we'll come back tomorrow. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode. Breezy knew what he was doing with that. He cooked oh, that on, and man. then dropped you know, it. I love it. I love it. Take a little bit, man. Listen, bros, appreciate you for jumping on. Let everybody know where they can find you. John, I know you're tomorrow night. Dion is on. They, I need Dion every day. Saturday mornings. Saturday I know, mornings. I need you every day. So look, you, you okay. need to figure it out. I need you come <laughs> on every day. Saturday right. mornings is great. Uh, but every day they need to, they need to hear more of you. John, let them know where they can find you, bro. Oh, he's looking lovely. Shit on his window. Anyway, no, <laughs> these folks are like, you know what? I don't want to get out of my car. You know, pin me in. You know, pull up. I, thank you. Appreciate that. I did not want to get out today. You know, anyway. Are you trying to get your uh, parking space? <laughs> I've been sitting here with, with, I had five parking spots around me, completely free. Now, every mother lover and his brother's uncle pulled up and pinned me in. I'm just going to leave. This has been a bad day. Anyway. Oh, no. Yo, you can catch me at the Locker Room Rant on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know what that is for everybody in Mountain Time and everywhere else geographically, but. We're only two hours ahead. We're two hours behind you. So, that's seven for Mountain. Six for for, uh, Pacific. Got you. Jeez, D. That's difficult, man. Bro. So Listen, I family. My time and I let them figure it out because I'm gonna mess up. I, did you see what I did this week when I was in <laughs> California? And I thought 
<laughs> I put the right time and it was clearly so some people would hear me like like breezy. Oh, if <laughs> if it wasn't for Ted, Ted sent me a message just like, hey Breezy, you ready to go on? And I'm like, I'm out the door going to get food. What do you mean, yo? We don't start till oh shoot, it's now. <laughs> Focus on your time. Leave it there, man. I'm telling you, bro. You're gonna mess up. And for All me, right. man, Niner Gang Podcast. You catch me on YouTube, 49er underscore Dion on Instagram. That's where I do my game picks. And uh at Swift D on Twitter. I'm always tweeting about the NFL or anything. Hey man, before I get out of here, I will say this. Shout out to France. He played a heck of a game. Hell yeah. I am going to buy an Mbappe jersey because that dude is flat out amazing. Mbappe was hardcore. I look at and the reason I know a lot of people, my boy, some of my boys are giving me crap for rooting for France. Here's the thing. I am part French, so I could do that. Okay. Yeah, Dion. Like, come on, bro. Don't that like don't play me. You know what I'm saying? I got a little, you know. I am part French on uh, my mom's side. Gotta, so you hit three when you call Dion because he speaks French. His eyelashes. Yeah, man. Look, hey, look, man. You know what I'm saying I, you know, I, I do a little something. And plus, Google Translate is your best friend. If you if you overseas <laughs> and you don't know nothing, I'm telling you, Google Translate your best friend. You can talk into it. It can talk back to you. But right. uh, hey, man, appreciate everybody. Yeah, thank you, Christy. I really do. Christy been coming and hanging in the chat more, man. Everybody has, man. Miss Debbie She's has been incredible. there. She supports um, everything, bro. Yeah, yeah. All, all of y'all, man. We love nothing but we love we love the faithful, man. Y'all are great to us. Um, we let Breezy get up out of here. Sleep. <laughs> Somebody always got me on something, man. Everybody does, but I love it, bro. I, it, it's cool. I, I'm not that person. I love I love I love it back and forth, man. Celine Dion, he's on chain. <laughs> but hey, man, that's where you can find me, man. Continue to like and subscribe to Wayne Breezy. Make sure, you know, the minute he comes on and Izzy's right. Breezy has so much content. You know, you just so I kid you not, Breezy, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes, bro, I literally hit hit the button on your content and just keep going with my day because I know that the the video just going to keep going. You're going to have more and more. So I try to make sure I do it so you get your views. Make sure I get all the way through because I know the hours and all that stuff. But yeah, man, continue to support Breezy. He does great work. He does fantastic work. Continue to keep Peachy in uh, in your prayers, man. Um, you know, I know she's she's back and she seems to be doing well, but keep her in your prayers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just just continually, every single day, all of these people, everybody. I lit a candle for her at church twice this uh two there you go. I, I lit a candle at church for her. I wanted to let her know I was thinking about her, saying a prayer oh, for her, supporting her, man. Uh yeah, you know, I, I went to visit my pops at the cemetery. I was thinking about her. Uh mm-hmm. I just I know your pain. I know your pain. So yeah, you know, yeah, me, me, and, me, and John both, man. We understand it, so we, we, we're always here for you, Peachy. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's all love. Um, Miss yeah. Debbie too, man. She's just the sweetest person in the world. She's always great. Um, and I hope she's doing so much better, you know, and and back up and in good spirits and in good health. But uh, continue to keep, keep, keep a lookout for uh, Breezy, man. He always does great work. You know, I, you know, I always joke and tell everybody I want to be like him when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> we we here together, bro. We growing together, bros. I thank y'all for jumping on and closing this segment out of the show. But I tell you what, tomorrow we'll open up the segment again, and we're not going to just talk about Ken Law. We're going to talk about the comeback players. So I got a few players in mm-hmm. mind that are on their way back. So we'll talk about that tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. Love y'all, man. Appreciate you guys. Love Peace. you, bro. Love it. Peace.
All right, let's close out the show. We got a couple of contributions we wanted to read because I know everybody be like, yo, Breeze, don't be reading my stuff. All right, Big Dez, you said Huff by year four will be a top safety in the league. You know what? Foghorn to you. Uh, I'm going next year. I'm going next year. I'm going next year. Huff will be all pro, bro. All pro next year. He put up all pro numbers at the beginning of the season. I do feel like the Emmanuel mostly injury kind of gave you a slight decline in his play. It asked him to do a little bit more than what he was ready to do or what he was able, what he was capable of handling. But I will say this next year, psh, this is him going through the fire right now, uh, sharpening that iron, that Valerian steel we talked about. Sean, our brother Sean came back. See, pigeons. Wearing that 80s shoelace neon green. Yo, that's... The, I don't even know where the color came from, bro. I really don't. My man Nick, yo. Shout out to my brother Nick. Say, what up, fellas? Terrible call for sure. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. Uh, thank God it didn't cost us, but mad afraid a call like that and the playoffs is going to cost someone. Just hope it's not us. Very good statement, bro. And that's the whole purpose of bringing it up. It's like, man, like... At, wait a minute. I is his streak still alive? Does does Nick Bosa have a personal foul call in the last several games? Like the last five games, I think he has personal foul call. Matter of fact, it might be the last seven. Check it. 49ers have won the last seven games. I think he may have a personal foul call in each one of those games. Crazy. Shout out to my brother Paul from across the pond, man. Make sure you guys check out the Paul Hope Show. He's doing big things, man. Paul, we see you over there. Real quick word, shout out to our sponsors over um at residency. Guys, you can go to residency.com, www.residency.com right now. All right, use the promo code SF Breezy and save on your purchase. Why pay full price when you can use the promo code and pay less than full price? Just doesn't make sense. Sometimes, like me yesterday, I was just willing to pay whatever because I wanted to get out of the line. I tell you what, on residency.com, you don't have to get in line. Just go ahead, use the promo code SF Breezy. Check out all the exclusive hats that they have. It's been a real one, la. It's been a real one. Round of applause for all 160 plus of you that stuck around to the end. We friends to the end. We on our good guy stuff. Love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. We'll be back. All right. And I'm going to open up the line. I kind of like doing this. It's kind of cool giving some Q&A and let you guys come on. But tomorrow we're going to talk about that. I, I, We got some players coming back. And the question is, should they return? Should they return right now? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure that thumbs up is going up and not going down. Don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section. And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure you subscribe and become a member today. It's super dope. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty. See y'all tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nitty gritty is back, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man, I just love this team so much, but let's go.